0: Well, Shannon Ponton became a household name about 15 years ago as he whipped contestants into shape on The Biggest Loser Australia. But the tables turned when he had to face his own health battles dealing with a cancer scare.
1: Since then, the celeb trainer has used his fitness fame for good and is putting his best foot forward to help raise money for a cause close to his heart. Shannon Ponton joins us live in the studio. Good to see you again. Good
0: morning. Reminiscing.
1: I think the last time we saw you was after SAS Australia.
0: Oh, thank you. You've just unwound two years of therapy. Oh, <laughs> <dear> God. <laughs> I'm still broken. I'm scarred. I went to the snow with my mates last a couple of weeks ago skiing and I just went... I was swimming in Lake Jindabyne when it was minus four degrees on the 28th of August. Yeah right. Brought back all those memories,
1: right? Are you in touch with anyone of your SAS mates?
0: Yeah, we made some great (laughs) friendships on there. I'm still in regular touch with James and Eden. yeah, they're good mates. Yeah, good they stuff. share a common bond. Look,
1: here it is. Like he should, oh, yeah. That looks refreshing. Oh. Yeah. That uh, is we... <laughs> Lake
0: Jindaby. You've got to understand, the water temperature there is three degrees. The air temperature was four degrees with wind chill was minus 14.
1: Look, I don't even get in the beach unless it's about 28 <laughs> degrees. So I'm...
0: Yeah. And then she has people carry her into the water. Uh, we're getting close to summer now, mate. What's the best way everyday Aussies can get into shape, especially if you're not regular at the gym? Because we've been a bit covid and a bit yeah, hibernation. COVID has put the kibosh on a lot of people's fitness. Expectations. Yeah. And I do, in a way, think over the last couple of years we've been a little bit misled that heavy, hard, and fast is the way to go. It's not. Particularly as we get older, get yourself out and get moving. You know, I've, I've taken all my clients away from running for a little while now and then got them back to walking. Mm. And we are just talking, Kylie thought, oh, it might be a little bit boring walking, but it's not. If you can engage yourself in some type of app or some type of gimmick where you're walking at a pace or there's a reward or a, a distance that you've set or a yeah. goal, you know what I mean? We're doing the Sydney Harbour hike this week. It's mm. the perfect way to introduce a reward response for your body. So you sign up to a, an event, yes. you do the training to get there and you do the event and that's the feel-good reward that yeah, we good, need, you know, to good keep good. yourself engaged. It's
1: having a, ta- a target is the most important thing. Any tips for eating healthier? Because, you know, cost of living, and we saw the lettuces for $12, any tips for health eating healthily without breaking the bank?
0: Yeah, and I think it's very simple. Again, there's been so much it's sort of more the woke agenda around healthy nutrition and eating and, you know, people have got all of this mindset, no, it's fine, just eat a little bit of everything, it'll be fine. It's not true because our idea of a little bit of everything is way more than our nans and pops was and mm. way more than what our ancestors thought. Mm. I'm still of the opinion that high protein, lower carbs and lower fat is the way to go. And, and meal timing is important. When you go to bed at night, you don't need carbs. Carbs are energy food. So you don't want to have a big feed of carbs when you go into bed, mm. all right? And it doesn't have to be expensive. You see, chicken breast and things like that are still eight or nine dollars a kilo. Get that. Good, get yeah. some veggies. Chop yeah. it up. Some rice for the kids. Adults don't need rice or carbs at night. And it's a very smart, easy cheap way to keep yourself healthy. You make it sound so simple mate. Yeah, it, is simple, it is simple. It's not easy but that's the thing. If yeah. it was easy everyone would do it and I'd sure. be out of job. I'd have to yeah, get a real yeah. job <laughs> and we don't want that. We're going to talk about your family. Your younger son Bronx had a, a bone tumour a couple of years ago and that came after your own uh, cancer scare yeah. like about a decade ago. right? How's everyone doing? Wait, We're all well. Thank you for asking and it's one of those terrifying moments yeah. where I was, came out of SAS. I literally came out of SAS and as I was driving off the show, the producer said to me, listen, we've had a scare. Your son's been diagnosed with a tumour. And I was already pretty broken. It the producer was breaking as I came out of the show. It was absolutely heartbreaking. Thankfully, she's quite a good mate, the producer was, or the casting director. She's quite a good mate, so I had a relationship, so I don't think she broke any bounds. But mm, that moment, tough, yeah. Larry, mine took off in a million directions. Which hospital are we go to? Mm. What happens? Where's the long-term future? How's he going to go to school? How's his sport going to be? Thankfully, the tumour in his is a non-ossifying fibroma or something they call it, and hopefully it will heal itself. But I can't imagine the heartache and heartbreak that people deal with every day. In Australia, 69 kids or people young people under 18 diagnosed with cancer in Australia every day every day every day but and that and that the yeah, fall they're... off from that is 20 or 30 or 50 people that's directly affected by that funnel yeah mm.
1: family friends you touched on this the Sydney Harbour hike you just touched on it. tell us about it yeah exciting yeah.
0: I said before there's two things that's that really scare me first one is cancer so I've dedicated so much of my time to raising money for various cancer charities I'm a bit of a, a charity hussy because I figure as more the, the more that I can do the better off I I am mm. but the other thing that scares me is losing my sight nine out of ten people in developing countries that lose their sight do not need to go blind mm. i don't know if you've ever had it because i've had a have had ai just had a virus in my eyes once i lost my sight pretty badly for a couple of days and it came back absolutely horrifying yeah, yeah. Nine out of ten people don't need it. Mm. So the Sydney Harbour hike for me is an amazing way to put the best of everything together, mind, body and soul. You've got an objective, you've got a goal, you've got a task. You do the hard yards to get there, you practice walking, you do your training, get a couple of mates involved. You get fitter, healthier, happier. You've got a goal at the end, plus you can raise money on the way through, which is good for your soul. You're doing something for someone else. So it's the best of mind, body. And even if you can't do it yourself, you can still get involved by sponsoring somebody else that you know that's doing. Yeah. They're, you know, giving up five or six hours of their time. Good on you, mate. Doing the grind. Well yeah. said. We're we're out of time, but great message. Good to see you today.
1: And we'll make sure to put all the details on our website. Good yeah. to see you, Sharon.